0: Again, once again. The beginning of your week. Today is Monday. Well, we're recording it on Monday. When you're listening to it, however, it's not in my control. But welcome to it. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Today Episode 197, which means there's 198, 199, then 200. Can you believe? We've been doing this for 200 shows. That's longer than your favorite sitcom, unless, of course, your favorite sitcom is The Simpsons. I think that's the longest-running show. <laughs> and is it possibly that it's the longest-running? Remember, we were talking about programming and conspiracy and television, and everyone's like, "Oh no, the The, the Simpsons is selective. You know, programming. It's this. It's that." When you look at this stuff, like it's literally, it's legitimately called programming. So for us to be surprised that they're putting things, they're programming our minds to understand ideas. It's not a prediction. It's not anything. It's like this whole, it's this understanding of this world that we're living in. The idea that we're supposed to be somewhere, we're supposed to do something or that two plus two equals four. The fundamental fact that everything that we've pretty much ever been told is kind of bullshit really fucks with you once you sort of get down to a spot. Now, this may sound like a ramble at first, and I assure you (laughs) it is, but there's some sort of cognitive understanding. If the Simpsons are able to tell you what they're doing and what they're up to, and we're over here having we have this debate as to whether it's true or not. We have to sort of take a look inside ourselves and say, where did I get the idea that I could even debate this? If I've been fundamentally lied to since birth, then the algorithmic utilization of my brain isn't using the right metrics to get the right answer. Therefore, even if I'm attempting to figure things out, I'm fundamentally flawed from the get-go. And that kind of sucks. But at the same time, it's an interesting, I don't know, it's certainly an interesting perspective. Because once you once you can sort of check your ego, once you can kind of get it out of the way, you can say you can have conversations with yourself completely being like, Well, I wasn't right about that. Why would I have been right about that? Why do I think I need to express my comprehension of something, even though I don't really know too much about it? And the stuff that I do know a lot about, how do I know a lot about it? Like, where did it come from? Where did the information come from? There's so much that we fundamentally believe to be true that i'll tell you while you're asleep and while you're paying attention to certain things they are true they're 100 true it's how we can all every last one of us can live here having a unique experience yet sharing a a, an overall perception but even think about arguments any argument that you have with somebody is you expressing your opinion to them based on the information that you have. And you're up against the information that they have. And for some reason, instead of us combining information, our natural go-to is to shit on somebody else and express to them how they're wrong and we're right. And if everybody's doing that, then everybody's uniquely having the exact same experience. And the funny thing about that is it would theoretically mean that everybody's right. So if everybody's right, then shouldn't we understand why they think that they're right? And shouldn't we understand more about them, thusly more about ourselves? Because in theory, this scenario is in your head playing out to be you speaking to them. But in my head, it's me me speaking to you. So every single person that's taking this in again it's a different it's a different experience it's different it's a different ideology. And again this is just me sharing my ideas. But I remember the day that I decided to not be an aggressive speaker. I mean I can talk aggressively. Ha, ha, ha. But I'm I'm not in my tonality and how I speak. It's never definitive. Instead of you should look at it this way, it's have you considered it this way? And when you do that, you realize that you're not necessarily addressing them, the person you're speaking to, but you're more having a conversation with yourself. Like right now, this is technically a conversation. You guys have tuned in and you're listening to me talk because I resonate with what you're saying and you're taking in this energy and this essence and these amounts of information and you're using them in your arguments when, or your communications when you're dealing with people. But at this moment in time, you guys don't have the opportunity at this very moment as you're listening to engage me in conversation. I think it's I always found it funny when when falling asleep to a podcast and you're like you're right at that cusp of of being asleep. And all of a sudden the podcast is in your dream. And maybe you're having a conversation with the podcast host and you're waiting to get a word in edgewise. But that bastard never shuts up (laughs) in the dream, of course. It'd be awkward if he did. In real life, uh, in the show, if I just stopped talking and waited for your response I and mean, you guys are all just talking to your radio, maybe it's cathartic, but these things do happen. So for us to sit here, like a conversation with somebody typically is me saying my points, them saying their points, but this is also a conversation you and I are engaged in right now. It's one way, but it's a choice. I mean, it's not like we walk into uh, a conversation with somebody and we just stare at them. That'd be weird too. You're out for coffee with your friends and you're, you're just watching them talk. <laughs> They're waiting for a response from you. And you're like, no, now I'm going to pretend that you're a podcast and I'm not going to engage this bullshit. But uh, what do you got going on? I don't know. It's interesting because, again, every single person's on a different plane in a different spot. And some of that ramble made sense and most of it didn't. Right. But it all made sense to me because I kind of know where I'm going. I want to talk about spiritual fatigue much like anything else, much like playing a game forever and then getting bored of it, right? Spirituality is the same thing. Spirituality comes at you really quick and it's, over, it's overwhelming and you don't know sort of what to make of it. You don't know what to think of it. You don't kind of really know what's going on. There's this gate that you've passed through that's taken you out of the reality that you've always known. And it's a weird gate because you're like, if I talk about it, I'm crazy. They'll say I'm crazy. The people will tell me I'm crazy. But you need to talk about it. You need to understand your experience. You need to understand it for you. And therein lies the rub for me. As a podcaster, as somebody who's speaking, I get the opportunity to engage with people and hear crazy stories. People I would never have conversed with in the past. Or in general, you know, the people that I get to interview on the podcast aren't people that I would ever talk to in a bar. I mean, maybe I would, but this is a different thing. And we're talking to the audience as well. We're getting getting the opportunity to speak with you guys. And it's, it's such a fun, enlightening experience. And then when there's no guests and it's just me doing what I'm doing right now, which is your standard 20, 30-minute ramble, <laughs> 20, 30-minute run-on sentence. And this is so cathartic for me because it's a dump. It's a memory dump. It's a drop. It's a, it's, an, it's, a, it's the ability to to get stuff off my chest and verbalize it, put it out into the ethos, talk about it, make it a real thing. And if the podcast didn't exist, then it would literally be me just staring at a wall. Because if I try to engage this shit in conversation, people will just interject their points. And granted, some of those a lot of those times it's, that's necessary. I need that. I appreciate that. We need that. We want that. We want your perspective. We want your take. We want to know what your life has led to during this conversation. How can you interject your pieces to me? And at the end of the day, that's literally what life really boils down to. Everything you've ever wanted is literally on the other side of knowledge. It's not a matter of doing it. It's not a matter of anything. It's not hard work. It's nothing. It's just knowledge. If you want to make a million dollars and I sent you to a website, that's like, here, you do this, you follow these steps to a T you'll make a million dollars within five, 10 years. I think a hundred percent of the people would just go over there and do it. But then we get things like, well, what if it costs money? What if this, what if that, right? So that's when your life steps into the thing. That we're talking about that's when your entire the entirety of your experience alters the way you approach that website that could make you a million dollars within five to ten years and then you can think to yourself well okay so if i can't do that then i can do this and i can do that and i can do this to achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve i guess what i'm trying to say is it's literally on the other side of knowledge where do you get knowledge conversations books videos television television, but what do you see when you watch the TV? A lot of people just watch the TV and they see a television show and some people watch the TV and they see the underlying message and some people watch the TV and they see the code, they see the the black and white checkered floor. Anytime you decide to make a shift or a change or an alteration in anything, Basically, it comes down to unlearning. There's a lot of there's a, there's a few things I want to go over here. Um, these this is I'm drawing it back to uh, my Instagram. If you guys aren't following us on Instagram, please, for the love of God, follow us on Instagram. Also, if you don't use Instagram, that's okay. We appreciate you being here. <laughs> but on the Instagram, we connect. It's either me. Um, well, it's mostly me that does the Instagram, but sometimes the guys, uh, in the back, the guys that are hunting, you know, the guys that we have working with us, uh, some of the other coaches are in there as well. We often link out to the other coaches. So if you don't like me, which I'm sure you do, cause look at us, we're almost 200 episodes into this together. <laughs> There's all sorts of opinions and we do everything that we can over there to sort of spark more. Um, and we're constantly under a shadow ban, so. I mean, if you guys like any of our stuff, please do share it because we are forever being crushed, stepped on. It's kind of fun because it's just an obstacle for for me, for us, for for the team, for for growth. It's an obstacle to grow. You know, why are you? You know, why are you? Where you're not where you're supposed to be. Well, it's me thinking I should have more, do more, be more. But I'm also not going to sacrifice my message. Some of it's woo-woo juju. Some of it's quote-unquote offensive. Uh, and some of it goes against most of it goes against Instagram's code of conduct when all I'm really doing is pushing free thought. That's the weird part of it. Anyway, I put up a few posts uh, and I'm, I really like these posts. They got zero traction, which is not to be expected or uh, anything like that. But it's, uh, I actually appreciate the zero traction because there was a time in my, in my journey where I was like, this is bullshit. Why am I not getting what I feel like I deserve? I should be getting. And that's egoic. Um, I realize that I put out now, now I put out what I want to put out. Um, and it's not, it's not, it's not algorithmic. I mean, it is to a degree because I'll still mess with the algorithms. That's why you're going to see the one second videos up there. And for anybody wondering about that on Instagram, those one second videos allow certain accounts to circumvent the, um, uh, the, the, the algorithm. The one second videos get played and they just appear like memes. So they don't look like anything other than an image. Uh, But they trick the system into thinking, you know, uh, I don't know exactly how it is. Oh, yeah, it's views. If you're going to watch a one second video uh, and you're going to read a meme, it'll probably take you, uh, you know, three seconds to watch it. So when you have an account that's got a video that's got over 100% viewing, in other words, nobody turned it off, uh, it gets pushed. Instagram pushes it. So if you're starting an account or if you're working an account as well, If you're trying to get some more views, if you're just trying to dance with the algorithm without being an outright jerk about certain things, find a way to do the one second video. Um, I'll let you know too, that we use a program called Video Leap, uh, and that's for Android. Uh, Video Leap and Motion Leap are both the same company, but it's Video Leap that allows you to create pretty neat videos as well. Uh, But they allow you to take an image and turn it into uh, a one second video. And it's the one second again that, that, that catches the attention of the algo. And pushes your work out so that more people can see it. So it looks like we talked a little bit of business uh, on this year podcast, which we do a lot too. the coaching clients that I have. uh, We do a lot of business talk, obviously, because we want to get you to a spot where you can reach a grander audience, have your message heard and speak. Um, I mean, that's a whole other podcast on its own, but but that you have a message, um, your voice needs to be heard. And we've said this a thousand times, but. If you've got the desire to speak, you got to get out there and speak. You got to do it because the world needs to hear you. And the one thing that we always say to ourselves is why would anybody listen to me? Well, the truth is everybody's looking for somebody to listen to somewhere. And the and and the people we used to listen to, they they don't exist anymore. And you guys right now listening to me, uh, it's because we're on the same sort of the same wavelength. We got the same ideas. We've seen the same things. You know, there are groups of people that are that can travel in pairs. Like I mean, I had a conversation with my cousin's husband uh, the other day, and he's very, very liberal, very liberal, <laughs> not mentioning any names. But I made fun of Trudeau and he got upset and I would have done it again and again and again because Trudeau's is terrible. Um, and I've never had the opportunity to have a conversation with somebody who loves him. And I kind of wanted to, but I was really tired, so I didn't overly engage, but it was still funny. This guy loves Trudeau. And you know, you gotta ask why. All right. So how can you see something, and I not see something? And again, it's selective. Our minds see things that they want to see because we're on a journey that we need to be on. We've talked about it before, but soul contracts, you pick your you pick your plan. It doesn't mean he's right or wrong. I mean, I like him as a person. He's funny as fuck. My cousin's husband is hilarious. A really solid guy. Politically. Not so much, but that's only based on my opinion. I'm sure you walk up to somebody else who likes Trudeau and the guy's all around aces everywhere, right? Not everybody's supposed to be everybody for everything at all times. We got to get over that, this ridiculousness, this self-righteous ridiculousness too. Oh my God. But again, the more you grow through your levels, the more you understand certain things, which brings me full circle back to what I was talking about with regards to spiritual fatigue, we get bored of stuff quickly, and then the overwhelming aspects of things that hit us up. Um, this, this, uh, this account. Words are vibrations. I just found him. He's been around for a while, obviously, quite a following. But he created this meme, and it really made it really caught my attention because you know we've all talked about NPCs, non-player characters, and we've talked about sort of what they represent, how they are. We've also talked about soul contracts and journeymen. We've talked about levels one through nine, uh, a possibility of reincarnation. That might be what it is. But we've talked about all this stuff and it's kind of it's kind of fascinating. So he put this down into like a, a meme, which I shared. It says here, I shared it three days ago. So what's that? The 10th. Neat. June 10th. To everyone that had a birthday on June 10th. Happy birthday. Specifically to you. June 10th birthday, purple. So the meme starts off with uh, just a picture of an NPC guy. And the caption says, Figure A, NPC. The NPC, non-player character, is a nameless extra in the movie of life. Fully indoctrinated into the cult of popular opinion, they live a shadow existence devoid of self-awareness. And that's where we all started. Every last one of us started in this role. We were just going through the motions. Figure B. Gnosis. Upon facing a dark night of the soul, the NPC is touched by the hand of Gnosis, in brackets, knowledge. This moment of grace serves as an initiation into a deeper level of understanding. For me, the dark night of the soul, they, they, they came in waves. You were fighting yourself. You were at war with yourself. You were It was a struggle. It was pain. It was pain, pain, pain. Um, and mine culminated in just so many stupid, quote-unquote, stupid mistakes. In the third dimension in my mind, I was thinking, how come this keeps happening to me? In the fourth dimension, I understood that I was getting a sign. In the fifth dimension, I understood that everything happened for me to create the version of me that is here right now. And this version of me is creating the one that's going to see the seventh, eighth, ninth, 21st dimension. Figure Figure C the veil of the matrix is temporary lif- temporarily lifted and the character is awakened by a torrent of cosmic illumination forever expanding their perception of reality. That's the awakening. And this is where I remember this so vividly. It's like things just sort of went away. You know, the idea that All of these people, you're like, you know, how could how could all of these people be in on it? And then you realize it's not a lot of people, right? There's a lot of things that sort of that dawned on me during this phase of the game. It's not a lot of people. Like you turn on the television, you get you get a couple of news stations pumping out a message. You get a couple of broadcasters, ABC, NBC, CBS, pumping out a message that they all pre-approve of. And there's hundreds of channels, but it really all comes down to. A few things, and you realize, holy fuck, this is so small. It seems so big, but look at Hollywood's collapsing, right? And and in future years are going to be able to look back on it and say, you know, Hollywood collapsed because of COVID, because restrictions, because of this and the other thing, because of Me Too, because because of the pariah system that was Hollywood. And we're looking at it through the eyes of somebody who's dead asleep. And and when you're dead asleep, you're easily programmed. So not only are you dead asleep, but you're running on the program that they put in you. The people programming you through the television. <laughs> but you see past it. You see past all that sort of stuff. And there comes a point in time where you're like, fuck, everything is pointless. And that's a really weird spot to be in. Because you're like, I don't trust this. I don't trust anything that that is. So how can I like it? Sports and all that sort of stuff. You realize sports is all rigged. right? But it, it comes down to the distraction. It comes down to the next step. Sorry. The next step is purpose In this in this meme. We're going back to the meme. Figure D, purpose. The world stays the same, but the character is forever changed. No longer an NPC, they are now an intentional player. The hero, on a sacred quest to heal and awaken humanity. Which is where I sit right now, helping you. I feel like I should have shining metal armor, but at the same time I don't. The idea of fame is a, a terrifying one to me. The idea that if you're out there, the world can rip you apart. If you try, the world will step on you. I used to think this was a personal thing. I used to think that my demons will come back and haunt me, but now I own my demons. Every single thing I ever did in the past was done in third-dimensional stance. It was done out of uh, the idea to survive, the idea that I need to take and protect. Like a prisoner coming out of prison, You know, hoarding their meal type of thing. You see this stuff on the on the, on the television or in real life if you've been there. But you don't need to hoard and protect everything. You need to give. Give, give, give. Give as much as you possibly can. And that's why throughout the majority of my media, I mean, you all know me by name. My name is Adam Walton. Hi, it's nice to meet you. But in my media, in everything that I do, my name is nowhere because my name, who I am is irrelevant to what I have to say. My message is far more important than who I am. Right now, if I said to you, who's Kim Kardashian? Well, she's a Kardashian. She's on the television. What's her message? What does she stand for? I don't fucking know. So in third dimension... It's all about the image. It's all about the self. As you step a little bit higher and through it, you realize that it's all about what you can create and the feelings that you can create inside yourself through the message that you're trying to convey. And by conveying that message, you also create who you are. Because you get to see yourself. You get to see and understand and comprehend kind of what it is and what's going on and where it's coming from. Like, it's really cool. It's this beautiful, circular, symbiotic relationship between you and awakening and, and, and all of us have the ability to go through it. And all of us have the desire to go through it. You see all these people in pain, like what's next, what's next. They don't know where to go. It's the new information. If I told you here, go to this website, this website will help you break free from the chains of third dimension and help you see what's going on. Just like that million dollar website. Would you go there? Well, I'll tell you what that website is. the Thementalmasteryalliance.com. Feel free to pop on over. Is it free? Yes. Can you pay for stuff? Yes. What is payment nowadays? Payment, you know, it's a third dimensional tool. It's hilarious. It's like, it's a tool. It's a thing. It's like, you know, it's like saying to somebody, I really need to put these two pieces of wood together. Well, here, buy this hammer. I don't need a hammer. I need these pieces of wood to be put together. The hammer is the tool to create that. It's also a gauge. You know, we work through things with regards to our finances and then eventually we're like, well, I understand now that if I had this knowledge, I could do this, this, and this with my finance and that, that, and that would happen, which would free me up to do this, this, and this. And you break out of the whole cycle. Because back in the third dimension, back when we just, when we're breaking out of the NPC role, the idea is we have to go to work to earn a living to make sure that we're this, that, and the other thing. And when you get totally wrapped up in that role and you don't hit fatigue, you're like, now I have all the money in the world. I've got everything I've ever needed. Now I have to create generational wealth, which is foolish. I mean, it is isn't. it isn't. If that's your goal, if that's your mission, if that's what you're doing right now, then do it to death and have fun with it. But if it's not what you want to do, then don't worry about it. You don't need to make enough money for your grandkids because your grandkids need to make the money too. They need to have that experience. They need to understand. You can't just have grandkids that have never worked a day in their lives and expect them to be anything other than entitled. right? We're all on a journey. If, you're, if your idea is, if you value yourself, if, you, if, if it's all about money for you, then, then do this. But if it's all about creating a lifestyle, that's sustainable lifestyle that's fun and free, you realize that money just becomes a tool. It's not necessarily something that you absolutely have to focus on. Bit of a tangent there, but uh, yeah. So when we talk about sort of an awakening and we understand that the whole world is going through what, or has the opportunity and the ability to go through what we're going through, whether that's in this incantation, maybe the next incantation, maybe the next what have you, it's, it's it's a fascinating process. Another meme I wanted to share was um, the enlightenment is a destructive process meme. And I shared this one seven days ago. Excellent. Everyone thinks that enlightenment creates this, this new, or at least I did, you know, to be enlightened is to, is to have the information and that's, that's kind of a false perception. Now I'll read the meme to you and it, it makes a lot more sense. It says enlightenment is a destructive process. It has nothing to do with becoming better or being happier. Enlightenment is the crumbling away of untruth. It's seeing through the facade of pretense. It's the complete eradication of everything we imagined to be true. And that's really what enlightenment is. You don't gain a ton of stuff you lose. And it's, 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 it's the way of the world that you lose because you no longer have to focus on the things that you thought you had to focus on because they don't really make much sense. And the more you chip away at that, the more you chip away at the crap that's been piled on you your entire life, the more you kind of understand who you are and where you are and you start moving differently. You start talking to people differently. You start creating things differently. And when you start doing that, things start happening differently to you. The universe opens up in ways that, you know, you would never have once imagined. It's a beautiful process for sure. And in doing all that sort of stuff, people will come to you and you'll give them answers. And this again is where spiritual fatigue comes in because you're trying to share with them the answers that they can't see. And they take and take and take from you. They usurp and usurp and take and take and take. And a lot of us have the ability to give and give and give really until we don't. And then, you know, we wear ourselves out and then people still still go their way to show us because people that don't have the understanding, the comprehension, the strength and kind of what they're doing, they'll still shit on an enlightened person or somebody working towards enlightenment. Not understanding that this person doesn't have any more than you. They're just trying a little differently and they're not putting the blame on anybody. They're accepting and embracing everything. Another meme I've got. There's only this one and one more meme that I'm sharing with you guys. So bear with me here. I know I'm running long here. We're almost up to half an hour. I'm crazy today. This meme says, I'm just trying to heal my emotional trauma, grow a business that's changing the world be the best person I can be for the people I love, forgive the people who hurt me, eat, right. exercise, meditate, keep growing, and working hard to be the first in my family to, beg, to break generational trauma patterns. I came across this meme. I didn't write that meme, but I came across it and I absolutely loved it because it totally explains me. I do my best to break away from the person that I was because I still see him. I still understand him. And I know that Without him, I wouldn't be where I am right now. And I'm without the pain that I felt, the constant, continuous pain, the abandonment, everything that I ever went through. I wouldn't be where I am right now. And I can tell you this, in my journey and in my travels, every single person that has an enlightened heart or that has that has the idea and the, and the, the desire to give and share and create and be spiritual and be open-minded and be fifth dimensional, every single one of these people came through absolute hell. It's almost like a rite of passage. You know, we had to be pieces of shit. We had to have terrible things happen to us. We had to be the victim and the victimizer. We had to find our way. But it a lot of it's really really dark. Um and it's weird. You know, it's almost like we, we had the opportunity to go down a dark road and live down that dark road or that dark road shattered us free of the illusion and broke us into something different. And I remember myself I went through a lot of stressful pain based in third dimensional ideologies and and, and mentalities and realities. So I'm over here literally just trying to do my best. And I still have people everywhere shitting on me and they're shitting on me because I'm stepping up, which is again where spiritual fatigue comes in. It's not them. They specifically aren't shitting on me, but it's like, uh, we talked about it a couple episodes ago. Um, the agent Smith, The more you step into your purpose, the more Agent Smith pops up in the matrix and tries to drag you down. And that can be through your mother, through your best friend, through your wife, husband, child, dog who eats your homework. Agent Smith can pop up and screw with you. So whenever somebody's out there just shitting on you, understand that you're on typically a a right path. Now, if you're a piece of shit and you're getting shit on, (laughs) maybe you should sort of work on that. But if you're a piece of shit, I really don't think that you're listening to this show. Uh, unless you are. I mean, there's some good conspiracy stuff that pieces of shit like. And honestly, if you're a piece of shit, you're not even a bad person. Because here's something that a lot of people can't quite wrap their head around. Terrible things have to happen to good people to make those good people step up their game. And there's a lot of things that happen like, why did this happen to me? You know, Why did this person crash into me? Why did this person's chaos affect me? So that you could internalize it and make something better and bigger from it. So yes, all of the terrible things that ever happened to you brought you here. They allowed you to step out of victimhood and into powerful prowess. I've got the pops going on here. Thank God I've got the pop filter so the pops aren't messing with your head. Okay, moving on to the last meme that I wanted to share. I love these, and I've never done a meme episode before, but I love posting stuff because the Instagram and the podcast are essentially two different entities. And if you find my Facebook, it's also just chaos. It's just me shitting on a lot of politics It's sort of like using an aggressive tone to wake more entities up. But again, Facebook is so played out, like nobody even pays attention to what's going on on Facebook. The algorithm has bumped me right down to absolutely nothing. So I don't really do anything on Facebook except for share pictures. Uh, TMMA photography. You can find that on Instagram. That's my personal journey growing through photos. I'm totally in love with taking photos. I'm massively passionate about photography now. It's very exciting. That's Instagram.com forward slash TMMA photography. Feel free to go over there and take a look. Give us a follow. Um, It's fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm not the greatest. I'm not the worst, but I'm doing it. The final meme here says, Don't let anyone guilt trip you for not having waited around for them to change their shitty-ass problematic behavior and get their shit together. You don't owe anyone years of your life in exchange for the decline of your mental and emotional help, health. Or help. And that, to me, rings so true. Because remember, as you're sort of progressing and growing through what it is that you're doing, you meet people on your journey based on your energy. And if you're, quote-unquote, let's go back to this, you're a piece of shit. You're going to meet other pieces of shit, right? If you're like 60% shit and 40% good person, you're going to meet the same caliber people because these are the people you're going to bond with. And if you start dropping pieces of shit, (laughs) Amber Heard, and become 40% shit, 60% human, 30% shit, 70% human, you're going to replace those people in your life. But some people are going to stick around. They're going to hold you back because again, that's part of your journey. That's part of your journey to be held back by those who refuse to step forward, even though you met them and you may have gone from 30 to 40 together, but you didn't go from 40 to 50, from 50 to 60. They just refuse to do it. And that's okay. That's them on their journey. Like there's no, the, the idea that everyone's supposed to grow with us and be with us the way that we want them to be with us is again, it's egoic, it's a selfish endeavor, but it does lead to spiritual fatigue. And spiritual fatigue is, is is really, really rampant. I know a lot of people that are in this space are like, why am I fucking doing this? <laughs> because honestly, you don't have a choice. And there's another meme out there. I'm not sharing this with you, but I've, I've seen it. So this isn't a share. I've, so only, I've only done four. We're not sharing. But the meme says, oh, I've already forgotten it. Look at that. See that? I stuck to the four. <laughs> Take a break. Normalize taking a break instead of quitting. And that was kind of a fun one. But if you normalize taking a break, and I'm saying taking a break from spirituality. In other words, you take a break from yourself because there is no breaking from spirituality. Spirituality and and mentality and progress and growth, literally, it's the whole reason that we're here. And when you get into debates about that sort of thing, it's fun to have those conversations because you can see sort of where people are. The people that are below you, you can see them clear as day. The people that are above you are confusing and, and those are kind of like the fun ones that you want to get in touch with. Right now I'm working my ass off to get this guy on the show who's very reclusive but very opinionated. <laughs> it's fire, funny change. He believes that we live in a hollow earth and he's got all these things and he says that Satan's good and all this sort of stuff. And at one point I was like, you're crazy. But this guy was so far in left field that I didn't understand him. And the more I watched, the more I understood, the more I could parlay my information into his information and sort of like make a, a thing. Now... Where we disagree on that is, is, you know, I don't believe in globe Earth. I don't believe in flat Earth. I don't believe in concave Earth. I believe that everything is forever changing at all times. Therefore, we're clearly in a simulation. I mean, we have so many evidence, evidentiary pieces of things that the Mandela effect, for example, all of that, you know, exists. There's so much out there that that is forever inspiring that for us to be locked into any one thing, is really our own limitations, our own ability to comprehend or place ourselves in any one spot. You don't need to be anything to achieve what you want to achieve. You just need to have an idea and follow your heart. Like it's literally that simple and so weird to think that we spend so much time fighting and arguing and doing this and doing that because, like, literally because we want to. Because we don't know any better because we haven't added that information. We haven't checked it out. So I say to you, to anyone that's experiencing f- spiritual fatigue, embrace yourself more. Give yourself a moment. Chill. Back away from all people. I know it might be difficult, those that have kids, this, that, and the other thing. But you can literally disappear. Do something you've never done before. I have no idea what that could be. Only you would know what that is. But you can you can break free from spirituality or from spiritual fatigue. And again, it's a thing that's happening right now. A lot of it's a huge, a huge shift. That's happening in the universe, in the ethos right now. If I could tell you the amount of friends that I personally have that in this year alone are going through divorce, I don't look at that as a good or a bad thing. I mean, I just look at that as it's ironic. Is it ironic or is it just a message that all of these things are happening at once? Or is it congruent that the energy and essence of those who were supposed to grow are continuing to grow? And this is the breaking point. From those that they connected with when they were at a certain age or certain level, their partners didn't grow. It's it it's, it's a peculiar it's a peculiar spot to be in. I know there's so much that's tied into all that, but if you take away the individuality of it and look at the the overall essence of it, we're in a spot right now where it's happening. The world is, changing in this direction. Now. Ladies and gentlemen, I have prattled on long enough, but I wanted to get this out. I wanted to get, you know, I just wanted to share this. Our, our growth also on the podcast is doing really well. So thank you for sharing this with your friends and, and, and things that, you know, you may find, you may, you may think that they find interesting. Uh, thank you for being entertained. Thank you for coming back week after week. Um, man, it's a lot of fun. We're almost at 200. I don't know what we're going to do for the 200th episode, but we're almost at 200 and that's kind of fun. I kind of want to do something big. Um, but at the same time, I, I, you know, I kind of want to go with the flow. <laughs> it's just a number. It's just a thing, but, but it's fun. It's a, it's a moment in time. It's fun. You guys are all amazing. Um, we are growing by the day and, and I want to do more for you. So uh, definitely send us a text message, 647-338-1265. Leave us a voicemail on that same number. Uh, if you're in Canada, it's all totally free, obviously you can shoot us an, uh, an email info at the mental mastery Alliance, uh, dot com. If you have anything you want to be, that you want to say, you want to be heard, you want us to read your text, um, connect with us, man. If we can help you in any way and you want to reach out for possible coaching, please do that as well too. We have a few openings coming up. Um, and, uh, you can certainly reach out to us if you want coaching, reach out to me specifically, Adam at the mental mastery Uh, just to engage the possible potential of maybe working on something that's going to help you get a little bit further along to where you want to be. Um, That's kind of where we are. That's kind of the summer that we're at right now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a beautiful day out there. Get out there and have some fun. And uh, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice.